Thank you for tuning in today. We're going to be running a lot of references in the Word of God today. After all, every Word of God is pure, and uh, we ought to be turning to the Bible for all of our needs and all of our beliefs. So we're going to be in the Bible quite a bit today. If you don't have a Bible or if you're not quite able to follow along at the speed that we're going, uh, just uh, just listen close and we'll read the references. And uh, But I just want to give that disclaimer. We're going to be moving around a bit today. Uh, but thank the Lord that we have the Word of God and that we can use the Word of God to study and to base our life out of. Today we're going to be talking about a phrase that is found in the King James Bible six times or in six different situations and that phrase is, be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. That seems like right now in our nation and in our, in our world today, there's so much that we can be upset about. There's so much opportunity to be offended. Uh, there's so much uh, opportunity and almost popularity with, with finding offense and everything and being the victim and playing the victim. Uh, but as a Christian, uh, we have something that we can be cheerful about. And uh, the Word of God gives us six different situations where that phrase, be of good cheer, is used. And for the next few moments together, we're going to study those phrases and see if we can uh, find reason to be of good cheer, regardless of the world in which we live. Lord, we thank you for this day, and thank you so much for your Word. Help us now as we study it together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Matthew chapter 9 and verse number 2, the Bible says, And behold, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer, thy sins be forgiven thee. Now, it's interesting to me that the Old Testament contains this phrase exactly zero times. Only in the New Testament is the phrase, be of good cheer, found. And I believe that it has a lot to do with this very first Use of the phrase, thy sins be forgiven thee. In the Old Testament, people rejoiced because they were given water or food or deliverance from enemies, but all of that was temporary. There might come a famine tomorrow. There might become another enemy tomorrow. In the Old Testament, we do not find the phrase be of good cheer, but now in the New Testament, Christ has come. When we as Christians, if you're saved, get all mopey about government or rejection or unfair practices or sorrow in our lives, we can at all times be able to be cheered by the fact that our sins are gone. Our salvation is secure. Our home is heaven. And all this junk here is temporary. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The, song, the hymn writer wrote, once wrote, uh, it's good to make sure that we remind ourselves that our sins are forgiven. If you're saved, your sins are forgiven. You can be of good cheer because of that. Colossians chapter 2, verses 13 and 14 say, And you being dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. 1 Corinthians 6.11 says, And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. We can be of good cheer today because if we have, by God's grace alone, through faith alone, believed on the Lord Jesus Christ alone for our salvation, that our sins are forgiven. That is something to be cheerful about. That is something to rejoice in. That is something to be happy about. Now, we find in Mark chapter 6, the story of the disciples trying to uh, 
across the across the water and they're in this boat and the waves are going higher and the storm is getting worse and they see the Lord walking to them on the water. And in verse 50 we read, For they all saw him and were troubled, and immediately he talked with them and saith unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. The second time we find this phrase, be of good cheer in the word of God, is simply, be of good cheer, not only can your sins be forgiven, but the Lord continues with us. We can have a lasting relationship with the Lord. The Lord does not just forgive our sins and disappear from our lives. That's not how our Christian life is supposed to be. The Lord is, has promised us several times to stay with us and be with us and, and help us and comfort us. In fact, let's read a few passages in the Word of God. John chapter 14 Starting in verse 16, the Bible says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another Comforter, that's a capital C, Comforter, that's the Holy Spirit, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. In Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20, right in the Great Commission passage here, we find, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 and 6, the Bible says, Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have, for he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Here you can be of good cheer today if you're a child of God because Jesus Christ is with you and will be with you always and forevermore. He knows every burden, every heartache, every care, every trial and temptation. He's with you through it all. Bad things will still happen in this life because we live in a sin-cursed world, but I'm glad that I can face those things in my life with the Lord Jesus Christ in my heart, the Holy Spirit of God in my heart helping me and, and that is such a blessing, it is such a thing to be cheerful and happy about, to remember that not only are our sins forgiven, not only are our sins forgiven, but that, that also he is with us this day, right now, that we have that presence of the Lord. John chapter 16, verse 23, the Lord Jesus Christ tells us uh, to be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. Well, that's a big statement. We can be a good cheer today, not only because our sins are forgiven and because Christ is with us, but also because he has overcome the world. You think about the word of God, Genesis chapter 1 shows us that, that the Lord is greater than nature. He created all things. Jonah, uh, the whole book of Jonah shows us that he's greater than, than the animals. I mean, he tells that fish, that whale to swallow him up, tells him to spit him back out again. All the Old Testament again and again shows us that he's greater than enemy armies and corrupt kings and, and all these things. The Lord is, is above all and greater than all. And Jesus Christ himself has said, I have overcome the world. He has faced it all. He, when he was here manifest in the flesh, he faced it all and he did so without sin. He has overcome the world for us and we can be of good cheer because of that. First John 4, 4 says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. 
Even in the final days of earth, Jesus Christ will still be overcoming. If you read with me in Revelation 17, starting in verse 13, the Bible says, These have one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. We are going to overcome one day because Jesus Christ has overcome the world. The Lord Jesus Christ has overcome it all, and we are his if you're saved. That's a pretty good reason to be of good cheer. doesn't matter what gas prices are doing if we'll keep in our, in our mind that, we are, that the Lord has overcome the world and has forgiven our sins and we can have a close relationship with him and walk with him. The rest of these things, the, the gas prices and the wars and the famines and the fires and the relationship disputes and all these things that happen in our lives don't matter all that much and can't get us down all that much when we remember, hey, I'm going to heaven when I die. My sins are forgiven forever. And not only that, but the Lord that forgave me of my sins, the Lord that that went to that cross for me, lives within me, and I have a relationship with him. I can have a, a walk with him. I can talk with him anytime I want. And he has overcome the world. He's, he has faced it all and defeated it all, even death. And so I know that I can be of good cheer because what could happen to me when the Lord has overcome the world? Fourth thing, fourth use of the phrase be of good cheer is found in Acts chapter number 23. Acts chapter number 23. We're going to start in verse number 10 for context's sake. Uh, and when there was, arose a great dissension, the chief captain, fearing lest Paul should have been pulled in pieces of them, commanded the soldiers to go down and to take him by force from among them and to bring him into the castle. Paul is preaching, Paul is teaching, and, uh, and this dispute comes up and, and part of the people are with Paul, part are against Paul, and it's a big chaotic mess. And this, this Roman guard says, nope, we've got to get him out of there. They're going to pull this guy apart. And verse number 10, we come to, the Bible says, and when there are, I'm sorry, verse number 11, and the night following, the Lord stood by him and said, be of good cheer, Paul, for as thou hast testified in, of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness also at Rome. So, the, so Paul essentially gets, gets beat up and Paul essentially has this terrifying situation happen to him. And now he's locked up in a tower for his own safety. And the Lord comes to him in the night and says, hey, cheer up, Paul. You get to do this again. You get to go through this in another place. You get to go to another town and do this. And, and it's a reason to be of cheer. It's not a reason to be sad or down. It is the, the privilege, the absolute privilege of being an ambassador of Jesus Christ. Every single person that is saved by the grace of God is commanded and expected by God to be a witness for Jesus Christ. And here the Lord says, Paul, hey, be of good cheer. You get to witness for me. The Word of God does tell us that we're going to face persecution if we live for God. Uh, there's many instances, including Acts chapter 5, where the apostles are, are wrongly beaten and, and suffer wrongly, and, and they take it and they rejoice because of the uh, being worthy to suffer shame for his name and all these things. And they, they respond in, in such a good way. Today, it seems like if one little thing happens, oh, we're just, our whole day is ruined. 
Lord, help us to view it as a cheerful thing to not only be able to witness, but even to suffer that persecution. If that persecution ever does come, to see that as a reason to rejoice. Because that's exactly what they did to you. That's exactly what they did to the Lord. Now, in Acts chapter 27, which the story in Acts chapter 27 ties back to Acts chapter 23, where the Lord says you also have to go to Rome. On his way to Rome, the Apostle Paul, there's a big storm. The ship's about to be broken up. There's, there's a big uh, wreck coming, and, and there's just tragedy about to strike. And in Acts 27, 21, we find, But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, ye should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete and have this, gained this harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer. For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar, and lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Now, this is an amazing situation in the Word of God. Here we have people that, if you study it out, they have been lost at sea for some time now. They have been in a horrible situation on this boat for some time now. And they're, they're at the end of the rope. They're about to probably all die. And he says, you know what? Be of good cheer. We're about to have a shipwreck. The ship is going to go down. But be happy because God said there's not going to be any loss of life. We can be of good cheer because the Lord protects and and provides for and helps and blesses those who follow him and those who trust him now like i said before we still live in this sin cursed world things still happen we still reap what we sow and there's still sin and the effects of sin around us but god is with us and god protects us in so many ways you think about romans eight thirty one. the bible says what shall we then say to these things if god be for us who can be against us now, we're almost out of time, but I want to give you one last point. This final usage of the phrase, be of good cheer, is in Acts 27, verse number 25. The Bible says, Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God. Boy, if we could just believe God again, there wouldn't be so many depressed Christians out there. There wouldn't be so many upset and angry Christians out there. If we could just believe God and trust his word, if we could just believe God and trust his promises. If we could just believe God, we, would, we could have peace and joy and contentment in our, in our lives. But we have to believe God. If you're not saved, you need to believe God that there will be judgment for sin. And that Jesus Christ is the only way to escape. If you are saved, you ought to believe God and be of good cheer for the promises that he's given you.